There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Twenty twenty two predictions time here on the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Tempest with all the gold. Jam that champion, Quizzlemania champion, that bitch champion. Sorry, Jade. What? What's? But that's 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 not canon, right? That's just your own thing. Yeah, I wear this head. when I have all the gold, which I do right now because I am the best. Mask, belt, trophy, crown. I have a lot of things to carry into this studio in the morning. Canadian. Yeah. I got to yeah. take my maple leaves and my maple syrup and my hockey stick with me everywhere I got to go. Let's jump in the gimmick shark here. Uh, please press subscribe to the WrestleTalk podcast channel because Tempest and I will be doing Crown Jewel live reactions this Saturday where our predictions on this episode will count for this belt. This Maybe you'll have to take that crown off. No, I don't think I will. I've done all the defending of this belt over one weekend, so it's nice to to get out and stretch my predictions mm. legs every once in a while. Also go over to the WrestleTalk main channel, the WrestleTalk news channel that is, and click subscribe there because I'll have a full review as soon as the pay-per-view is over. Put your comments with your predictions down below and we'll be replying to those as the week goes on, telling you how bad those takes are. I can't Our takes Im- are better. I yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, I'll never, I'll never underestimate wrestling fans and what they think is going to happen on a on a show like this. But I feel like this might be an easier show to predict than many of the others we've tried to predict in the past. This is a curious show because of all the events we've had so far: SummerSlam, uh-huh. Clash at the Castle, Extreme Rules. I would say Triple H is three for three. Um, I would say Clash at the Castle is the best of those. Yes. But my God, Extreme Rules with the Bray Wyatt return is his best angle. So you can make an argument that Triple H has put on a better show each time he's done a premium live event. I would say this is his biggest challenge so far because WWE is serving two masters. There are the fans and there is also the guy who's bought this for his birthday party and invited all his mates to come and watch it, the, the, 
the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Samad, MBS, for short. For short. So, yeah, I just, I don't know how, it's a clunky mixture of exhibition matches like Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar, so Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, you know, matches which either no one cares about the outcome or there is no element of surprise in there because right. Reigns retaining is so predictable. Right. It feels like a lot of the matches, not all of them, but a lot of the matches on this show are largely inconsequential. It feels like there are a few that are like, oh, that'd be kind of cool. You know, I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley. I thought that their match in, at the Royal Rumble left a little bit to be desired mm. because it was sort of a vehicle to progress the Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman thing. Whereas I thought that they would just have a fantastic beat em up match. And I am more confident that we're going to get that on this show. So I'm still looking forward to it. But I don't really know what the finish of that match is going to accomplish. I could be wrong. Maybe it'll be the start of something bigger. But there's a lot of matches on this show, whether it be that, Braun Strowman and Omos. There's a few that are just like, well, I don't think it matters too much. And then on the other hand, you've got Roman Reigns and Logan Paul, which I believe is a foregone conclusion who's going to win. One punch. Yeah, That's Logan Paul takes. is going to win this match, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. It's a bit of a mixed bag here. And we have seen in the past the Saudi Arabia curse of mm. these shows a little bit where everybody kind of goes at half speed. I don't know if that's going to continue over into this Triple H era or if there is going to be more of a let's put our best foot forward and make each of these premium live events a little bit more must see. I don't know if that's going to be the case. I hope it will be considering we have to sit here and watch it. But... That is kind of the question I have here. I think you're right. You've got the creative wrestling side of things and what the in-ring product will be like. But then there's the larger, slightly murkier cloud of Saudi Arabian sports washing. So Triple H so far, a lot, you know, because let's be honest, Raw is really boring. It's kind of boring. It's, it's too SmackDown's long. excellent. But Raw is really boring. Um, but Triple H has done very well and people are giving him the benefit of the doubt because it's new, it's fresh, it's a change. And he has, with the big things, knocked them out the park, I think. Mm -hmm. But this is, and so that sort of fan support has swept him along over the last three months. This show and the business deal behind it is designed to alienate fans. It is. So I just think there's going to be, it's going to be an awkward thing for uh, Triple H to navigate. But looking at this card, the way you've described it, I do think this is the best of the bad ways you have available to do a show. I would agree. You've got the nonsense of Strowman versus Amos. You've got the celebrity Logan Paul versus Reigns, where if it was on a main show, I would be annoyed. But because it's in Saudi Arabia, I'm like, who cares? Yeah. It's like a, it's like a very big house show. This is... This is the filler arc of mm. the WWE calendar. It's a one-shot. Yeah, which is how I described it because Pete got all worked up about them doing this. Now, I understand that the frustration also comes from, well, Roman's not going to work Extreme Rules, so we now have to deal with Roman Reigns and Logan Paul build for two months. And that's a lot longer of a filler arc than just one month. So if they had done a pay-per-view or a premium web event main event match, at Extreme Rules, maybe there wouldn't be so much frustration there. Regardless, I don't really mind. I think this match is going to be really good. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. 
So it's it's one of those just weird, wacky matches that you can do on a show like this. It just is a little bit predictable, probably. There's a lot to be said for moral fatigue. Yeah. And we've had Saudi Arabia shows for about four or five years now. And by this point, it's just white noise. Yeah. Should we get into the show? Let's, let's. do the. Uh, let's start with the um, the main event, which is Roman Reigns. It's it. He's just def- no. They're they're combined belts, aren't they? He's not just defending one belt here. He defends both belts at the same time. So it's the Yui. Yeah. The Yui's on the, the line. Yui. 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 Against Logan Paul, YouTuber Logan Paul, professional boxer. Logan Paul, who we we joke about, but has had two performances so far in a WWE ring at Mania and SummerSlam. Both times he was excellent, and at SummerSlam he was like otherworldly prodigy good. It annoys me how good <laughs> he is at this. Like, <laughs> it would be so much easier to have him suck at this and then dunk on him. Mm. But I do get similar levels of enjoyment out of dunking on him for being bad and being like, okay, I'm watching a good wrestling match. Begrudgingly that this guy is actually pretty good at this. I think this will be his best match. Because of the stakes and the... When Roman has a match, he's got so many storyline elements to bring to it. You'll have the drama with the Usos on the outside. I was saying to you before this started, um, because Sami Zayn probably isn't going to be on the show. I would reckon not. Because of Saudi Arabia. You can have Jay somehow try and help Roman, but cost him a near fall, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Roman's like, well, if Sami was here, Jay wouldn't... Have, uh, have mucked up like that because Sammy could have controlled Jay. That's not very oozy. It's not very oozy. I think because we are absolutely guaranteed to get like the knockout shot, false finish in this match from Logan Paul. From Logan Paul, yes, because they've been building this up that oh, he's got these like metal plates and mm. pins in his hand, and his one knockout shot could put you down. He only needs to hit it once. I think that would be a perfect opportunity to do that near fall and still progress the stories that they have. Because without Sami Zayn there, they are somewhat limited in what they're able to do. And I think that would be a perfect narrative ploy to continue this whole thing going on and still pay off what they've been building up with Logan Paul. Do you think Jake Paul shows up? Because you've got... You'll have the Usos, presumably you'll have Solo, Sokoa, you'll have Paul Heyman, at least. And Paul, like, Logan Paul's there. He has a very famous bloodline himself. Mm-hmm. Big brother, at least. I don't... Sets up a tag match. Oh, the Paul brothers versus the Usos. I don't know. It's not the craziest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Considering everything that I've heard about Jake Paul and just like the the speculation that I've heard about him and everything where it's like, yeah, just make millions upon millions upon millions of dollars with these boxing matches and then just be like, you know what? Time to go have fun. I'm going to go be a WWE wrestler. Mm. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to be anywhere near as good at this as Logan, as Logan Paul is, but... I've heard crazier things. But overall, I think, I mean, do you just want to say it at the same time? Our prediction is three, two, one, Logan. Oh, I baited him. My prediction is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Uh, And in fact, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns as my Joker pick. 
because I'm stealing it first. Well, I yeah, that's, your, that's your right, yeah. yeah okay. This is my... I forgot about joke picks. Yeah. Quick rules recap. It'll be like the the War Games match beyond part. War Games! Uh, yeah. Joker pick means you get double the points. Championship matches are worth double points anyway. So you've pretty much guaranteed yourself four Not points. necessarily. It just means that you have to pick... Uh, well, yeah, yeah, you have uh, choices here. Okay, okay. This is still doable. Um, the OC versus Judgment Day is a six-person tag. Not feeling very OC. <laughs> very good. Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> uh, the This is... Um, I'm really looking forward to it because I, I really like the Good Brothers returning. I'm really into the Judgment Day stuff, as is Luke. But I do feel like it's it's a shame Ray has moved over to SmackDown. I get that they probably want to elongate Ray and Dominic for a WrestleMania Reclash, you don't want to drag that out for six months of weekly TV, but yeah, I guess it's yeah, it's good. I just got, I just don't know which way this goes. Yes, this is one of the ones that I think can go either way. I am not upset about Rey Mysterio going to SmackDown whatsoever because <laughs> that's the show that I get to review. And Rey Mysterio joining that roster is a massive, massive win. Love to see that. As for this like feud and everything, I think a it's hilarious that Carl Anderson's going back to Saudi Arabia after that whole thing. I know, that was like one of the whole reasons he left. That well, was not left, fine, but he was very disgruntled. Yeah, I think that's hilarious. But you know, it's it's fine. Um, I I think that it's fun that we are now finally getting some form of the AJ Styles Finn Balor rivalry that I've. Kind of just been waiting for for almost seven years now. Long-term booking. Yeah. They two suited at SummerSlam in lab coats like Did eight they? years ago. No, they offered him the two suite and he walked oh, off. That go. was the start. And they had their match at TLC and it was great. And, they were, and then they did the two suite. And now here we are. Long-term booking five years later. My <laughs> goodness. Yeah, I don't know which way this one's going to go. This one, I think, is one of the more difficult ones to predict on this show. I I could see it going either way, mm. you know? I honestly could because, again, you've got the, the Good Brothers coming back and you would think that that would kind of lead with a, you know, a big win and then you go forward with momentum and everything. But on this, at the same time, I have thought that Judgment Day is going to lose a number of these matches and they've just kept winning. I don't necessarily think they're like a main event act, but I could see Triple H's thought process of trying to get them there through continued wins. I don't know. This one's tough. It is tough. I, uh, you know, you've always got to look at the Kevin Nash style of booking, which is why do you bring an act back into the company so you can beat them and get your revenge? Yeah. So maybe the Good Brothers are coming right into a defeat. I did it. Should we just, I do think it is on a coin flip. So do you, should we just pick either side? I, I, I wouldn't be upset with that. I'm going to go with the OC. I was going to say Judgment Day. Oh, okay. So well, it all works fine. out. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. 
and United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Lesnar is taking on Bobby Lashley. Pure exhibition match. Of course, Lesnar set up this angle when he effectively cost Lashley the US title to Seth Rollins. Um, yeah, I think this will be. This is exactly what Saudi Arabia should be for. Stuff that doesn't really impact week-to-week storytelling is a one and done, and it will slap. Yeah, I just hope that it does. Mm. You know, because again, eh, of the people that sometimes are known to go at half speed. Brock Lesnar might be one of them if he's not feeling super motivated. So I would hope that that's not the case. Because honestly, if you just look at things on paper here, that is one of my most anticipated matches on the show. It's one of the ones I would be the most looking forward to seeing. I just want to see two big meaty men slapping meat. And I hope that we get that here. Because I think you're right. I think this is one of the matches that you can just do on a Saudi Arabia show because it doesn't really matter. It's not going to really build other things, unless it does. But I think after this, if they just have like a good match and have a winner, I think that's probably mm-hmm. the end of Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. They could do it again. They could find some reason to come back together. But again, this should be sort of the payoff of the Royal Rumble and not getting what we wanted out of that as a you know clash of titans type of match. If we get that here, I think that is a perfect way to end this rivalry. I like how Lesnar is transitioning into the next phase of his career after the Roman Reigns Eternal feud. And that is, you know, kind of the, the Goldberg spot. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, big show. Come on. We need you, buddy. Okay, I'll come in for a one and done match. And he's gone. 
it's so much more fun this way. Mm. Just not knowing what Brock Lesnar is going to do next, being trapped in this vortex of Roman Reigns related nonsense for so long, did really lose a lot of the shine that he had, but he's so good. He's so good. He has such a mystique and an aura about him. And I just want to be excited for Brock Lesnar matches. And I am. Look at what Triple H has done to us. I know. He's made us totally fine with Brock Lesnar just showing up to squash. Well, not squash, but likely beat a week-to-week, their everyday performer in Saudi Arabia. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I think Brock's going to win. I think Brock is going to yeah, win as well. choosing Brock. Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross. Um, this is the... They haven't had a singles match. No, they, they had their, their strap match yeah. at Extreme Rules. Of course they did, yeah. So this is in a steel cage, uh, presumably to keep Scarlet out, but yeah. she can still ineffectively blow fireballs through cages, can't she? Yeah. She she caused the finish at Extreme Rules with Mace, mm. with a pepper spray. With, with the member of Retribution. Yeah, with Marseille. And they put them in a cage where she can still do exactly <laughs> the same thing. Might be like a, I don't know, just just a metal box. Yeah, and no, no one it's can the see fun a box. Thing. No, it's a big. Just it's grunt. it's the box that they had Magneto in in X Men <laughs> Two, the big plastic one. box. Nice. <laughs> um, I this is a tricky one because both men kind of need to win. I think Drew has unfortunately dropped. Right back down the pecking order following Clash of the Castle, mm-hmm. which was ju- it was it was the time um, to put it on him. But long term, zoom out. I think keeping it on Roman is the right choice. Look at all the fun we're having with the bloodline. Just sucks for Drew, but at the same time, carrying Cross, like such a shame because he seems like a lovely bloke, but he just isn't connecting with me, or I would argue, all the fans to the level at which this push deserves. I think I think that is the major point of it. It's that this push deserves. Mm. I think he's just not a main event caliber wrestler at this moment. And he's got a great presentation. I love the entrance and everything. But then the bell rings and he's not special enough. He doesn't connect with the fans the same way that someone like a Bray Wyatt does. So that you can kind of forgive some of that if the matches aren't at that same level. He doesn't have that. And I don't know how much of it has to do with his call-up last year being Mm. so unbelievably atrocious and so damaging to him. Or if it is just kind of a matter of everybody kind of being in on the fact that he's not that great bell-to-bell. I wonder if this is where they kind of go, okay, let's give Drew the win and move on from Mm. this. Or if they have plans to just really try and hammer this home and keep it going. it's a, If this was a, a whole new thing, I'd be like, oh, let's, let's put the rocket behind Carrie and let's see if he can make something of himself. But I lived through this in NXT. Yeah. And I would argue it didn't work there either. And he was pushed to the top of the promotion. And I actually had to start designing storylines about how everyone else thinking they were better than him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to go with Drew here. Uh, that's that's more of a heart decision than a, a head decision because I think Carrion needs the win more, but I just don't think it's working. Carrion won the last match, and maybe the best thing for Cross is for him to transition into this potential Wyatt faction. 
I don't know. Maybe. I hadn't really considered that. I'm going to go with Drew as well, because mm. I there isn't a pay-per-view between now and Survivor Series for them to have a blow-off match, or I suppose they could do it then, but I would like to think that they're going to transition away from that into something else before then. I just think that this has kind of run out of legs a little bit. And if you just have Drew win in a steel cage match, I think that's as good a way to blow off this whole thing as anything else. That being said, WWE's track record with solving matters in a steel cage Mm. has not been great as of late. But hey, it's Triple H's regime now. So maybe he's going to look at this as an opportunity to rehab not only Drew, but also maybe the steel cage. That's what, yeah, his whole, like, pay-per-view reshuffle of the calendar year is about making stipulations mean yeah, something. Yeah, if you can just make a steel cage match feel a little <laughs> bit more special again, I don't know, I think that's a big step. Uh, we've also got Braun Strowman versus Amos in a, in just a, in just a big match. Big match. It's a big match. You know... Once, once upon a time, Big Show faced the great Kali at Backlash 2008, <laughs> and it was terrible, but they stepped in the ring together and people people sat up a little bit. Vince McMahon was wrong about a lot of things. I think we can see that in hindsight, <laughs> but he was right about one. When people are really, really tall and they go up against other really, really tall people, there's something in the reptilian part of our brains that goes, hang about. This mm-hmm. is a bit tasty, isn't it? I wonder what happens when they hit each other. And then they hit each other and it's actually pretty lame and unsatisfying. But the build to that point is almost worth the excitement. Almost. 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 Um, almost. <laughs> almost worth the excitement. I'm going to go with Braun. He's he's one of the, I think he's one of the best big men wrestlers in this WWE mold yes. in year, in years. Like maybe even the last decade. Uh, I would say the last decade at least. Like, I think it is absolutely asinine that they fired this guy, considering what they're looking for out of a giant. He's a giant who can work. I think he is so much more potential, at least at this point, than Amos does. I can't imagine Amos beats him. I think that would be such a waste of Braun Strowman's return and eventual first loss. I think Braun Strowman wins this one. Can't imagine it'll be great, but I'll I'll sit up in my chair. I'll pay attention. Five minutes, four minutes of MVP interfering. Yeah. Do you remember that time? It was like Royal Rumble, like 2014 or whatever, where we just missed the great Kali and Diesel being in the the same time together. Can you imagine? Um, I... With a with a power slam, right? Strowman wins power slam on a moss. Yeah, yeah. Everyone will stand up. They'll go whoa, and that's all you need. Play that clip. Yeah. Uh, yep, I agree, Braun. Uh, the Usos are defending their undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships against the bowling bowling brutes. Sorry, Rich the Holland. bowling brutes. The bo- <laughs> They're good. <laughs> who do you who, who do you think you are? I am. Uh, Ridge Holland and Butch. No Sheamus. He's been written out of action because. Behind the scenes, he got married. Oh, isn't that lovely? Oh. Um, this is yeah, this will be a great match. I've loved how they've interacted so far. The Sam the Sami Zayn Jay Uso angle on SmackDown last week, where Sammy was obviously playing possum and yeah. Jay Bra- brilliant. And it allowed Brawling Brutes to get the win, which makes you more intrigued. Great way to build the challengers. I think they've done everything right here. Uh, but ultimately the Usos retain because You've got to service the bigger, bigger story, which is the excellent Bloodline saga. 
It's the excellent Bloodline Saga, and if if this was just a matter of like, oh well, Jay Uso can you know mess up, cost them the titles or something like that, I think that would be fine. But we are also doing the story of they're going to be the longest reigning tag team champions of all time, and they're not going to sacrifice that to the brawling brutes on a Saudi Arabia show long before we get to that final number. So I think the Usos win this one. I think it's I, I think it's gonna be a very good match, maybe the best on the show. I heard this wonderful piece of fantasy booking where if Sammy becomes Sammy Oose, they could do free bird rules for the tag belts. Ooh, that's fun. Oh, that would piss off Jason. That's bad. fun. Jimmy Uso and Sammy <laughs> Zayn. Maybe they're the pair that loses the tag belts. And then, oh, oh, that's fun. So many ways oh, to Oh, that's go. fun. But we're both going Usos there. Yes. What I don't think we'll agree is our last match here. Last woman standing match for the Raw Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. It's Bianca Belair versus Bailey. We already had them in a ladder match at Extreme Rules. Bailey threw everything at Bailey. Sorry, Bailey threw everything at Bianca. Still lost. Mm -hmm. Don't really know why she's getting another match here. I feel like this hasn't been the best told feud and has made Bianca look too strong and too one-dimensional. I think this... Really, Bianca should probably win because, like I said, for those storyline reasons. However, WWE is a sucker for a headline. The Women's Championship changes hands in Saudi Arabia. It is the next step in this slow journey of WWE being at the forefront of PR change, mm -hmm. where they got a women's match in Saudi Arabia. Then they let them dress not in a baggy T-shirt to wrestle. Instead, they had the far more respectful skin-tight spandex mm -hmm. in an Elimination Chamber sexy dance cage. That, that dodged those minefields, didn't it? Sure did. Now we can have an actual women's championship change, new women's champion, Bailey in Saudi Arabia. I don't think you're wrong necessarily. I think this is one of the other ones. If I can, if I had to pick one match on this whole show that could go either way, I think it is this one. And it's interesting because WWE a lot of the time has a problem with putting off the title change like a one month too late. Mm. You know, may, maybe it's just that shock predictability thing that they like to, to switch things up. But I do think the return of damage control and everything has been kind of a misstep a lot of the way. You had this whole women's tag title situation go back and forth and Raquel and Aaliyah win it and then EO and Dakota win it. And now just this week we've had Alexa and Asuka win it. It's like... There isn't as much focus on this. And if you really wanted that focus, I think the visual of all three members of Damage Control holding belts together would have been fun. And we just haven't really gotten that. And now that's one side of things. If you want this to service Bianca Belair as champion and make her feel like the biggest possible star you could, you just have her keep winning this and continue on. And then maybe she holds this for like a year, basically. Take it to WrestleMania. I don't know. I'm just theorizing here. I'm trying to think what makes the most sense and what services the most people. And I'm not sure they've done that so far. 
I would have had Bailey win the title at Extreme Rules. I think that felt like time mm. for Bianca to lose the title. Because once you have the babyface keep winning past when fans kind of expect them to lose it, then you run the risk of people being like, oh, okay, let, let's get to it. You know, that we thought that was the moment. And I thought that's kind of what happened with Becky Lynch's year-long title reign, where everyone kind of said, oh, Sasha Banks is back in Hell in a Cell. That's a great time to lose it. Oh, it didn't happen. And you just and then Shayna Baszler, that's a great time for it to happen. At WrestleMania, it didn't happen. And people kind of lose steam a little bit. I worry that that might happen with Bianca here. That being said, because we do need some of these picks to go both ways, I will go Bianca to retain. I'm going to play my joker on Bailey. Double points, double championship points. I think there's enough there. I think to so. To decide uh, an eventual winner. Absolutely. But what do you all think? What are your predictions for the show? Let us know in the comments down below, and we'll try and reply to those in the next few days before Crown Jewel actually happens on this very podcast. Uh, we will be doing live reactions on Saturday, so subscribe and enable notifications to always on. You can hang out with me and Tempest as we all get through the sports washing experience together. Uh, please press the thumbs up button. Go and subscribe over to the audio podcast. Go over subscribe to Wrestle Talk as well because I'll have a full edited review over there. Um, but yeah, for now, I've been Ollie Davis. This has been Tempest. Jam that jam. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.